Welcome to the Mental Health Matters with Marty podcast, season two, episode 19. My name is Martina Sellers, marriage and family therapist in the beautiful state of California where the sun is always shining. And I will serve as your host and mental health hygienist. Each week, I will be bringing to you thought-provoking topics on mental health and wellness to move you from doubt and discouragement to encouragement and empowerment. We must stop the stinking thinking that has been plaguing our communities for far too long. You do not have to continue to secretly suffer in silence in the shadow of shame, but speak up, speak out, and live. I wanted to come on and share with you that November 21st is International Survivors of Suicide Loss Day. And that is such a time and and that is a time where we want to support those who have lost family members, friends, and loved ones to suicide. That is such a difficult thing to go through. And I've lost a client to suicide and there's always never a day that I don't think about him and it has definitely changed the way I interact and do therapy. Now, I it was much time and some time in between there when I last saw him, but still my heart goes out to the family, my heart goes out to him because those who are suffering and and who go through the whole temptation of suicide, we have misconceptions about them. Especially as men, we think that they took a coward's way out when in actuality, that is not a coward's way out because they think that there is no other way out of the pain, out of the misery that they're experiencing except through killing themselves. So those who are now left behind, and I'm not saying that in a negative connotation, but those who are here left to pick up some of those pieces and trying to discover healing in those difficult places and then those difficult times, we want to come around them and support them, especially during the holidays that are coming up, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. These can be, although it's promoted from a media point of view, from a capitalistic society point of view, you know, when you hear Christmas music and it's the most wonderful time of the year, you know, we hear all those times. And for many people, it is not the most wonderful time of the year. Um, And so they're going through hard times. And I want to just come on here to share with you briefly on how to talk to a suicide loss survivor. That can be real difficult because they're going through a lot of grief. Holidays can bring up a lot of raw emotions, um, undealt with emotions. Um, It exposes untapped and, and closures that have not been fully recognized in that. So I want to leave you with 10 helpful tips to help you navigate through the conversations of suicide loss survivors uh, in a way that is kind, in a way that's respectful, and in a way that is definitely thoughtful in what we do and how we approach them. First and foremost, I do not know what to say, but I'm here for you. You can always start off with something like that. Listen, friend, I don't know what to say. I'm lost for words, but 
I'm here for you. How can I support you during this time? That's all you have to say and keep it pushing from there. Another thing we want to refrain from saying, I understand what you're going through. Unless you have had someone, a loved one, a friend who has committed suicide or even attempted that type of thing, you have no clue. And I'm saying that politely and frankly at the same time, what they are going through. So don't try and put in that, I know what you're going through. No, you don't. Now you can be empathetic to what they're going through, but you don't fully understand. So we have to take that out of the dialogue. That's why that first one, I don't know what to say, but I'm here for you, is so important because we don't understand what they're going through. Listen, do not ask, the third thing, do not ask intrusive questions about how the person died. That's irrelevant. Don't ask those intrusive questions about how they died. Avoid those type of things. And also, number four, avoid pat advice and hurtful cliches. In other words, you know, don't try and pacify it and offering meaningless cliches and meaningless advice. Refrain from advice such as, she's in a better place. Everything happens for a reason. You are never given more than what you can bear. Come on, that's the always churchy thing. God will never put more on you than you can bear. I get it because of my faith. However, I don't want to hear that at that time. Number five, do not place value judgment on the suicide. Take off your judgment hat and sit there and be a supportive friend. We don't care for how you think or feel about how the person and why they committed suicide. Again, that is irrelevant and not important for that friend who is grieving right now. We have to stop being so critical of that person unless you are standing in their shoes and walking out their lives you do not know the hurt and the pain of why these things happen and let me give you this one for free y'all we have to learn how to have better conversations because suicide is going down all the way we just had a referral even in our office of an 11 year old child who was suffering with suicide ideation 11 years old. Yes, in our mind says, at 11, what do you have to worry about? We don't know, but we have to have this conversations. Maybe it's bullying, whatever it is, we need to have these conversations and we have to take off our judgment hat and put on our empathetic and listening ear. Number six, do not assign or imply blame. Let me say that again. Do not assign or imply blame. This is not the time for the blame game. It's too late for that. That's already passed. In fact, we don't even need room for the blame game. We need room for more hearing. And we need room for more hearing for understanding and not hearing to make judgment, not hearing to blame, not hearing to uh, cast our own vote in this thing, but for understanding, compassion, and how we might be a better support to those loved ones who are in need at this time. Number seven, be proactive about offering help. People often find it hard to ask for help, or they may not even know what kind of help they might need or what could benefit from. Simply by being proactive about offering help, hey, that could be 
Can I help clean your house? Can I cook you dinner? Can I take you out to lunch? Can I walk your dog? Anything like that. Be proactive. Know the person and know what they might need. And even, can I share this too? Know what picks them up and brings them out of a funk. We all get in funks at some time or another. But know what that specific friend might need. In other words, individualize and be specific, not pacific, but specific about how you help and uh, offer help to that friend. Number eight, don't be afraid to talk about the person who died. Say their name as you would rather have them say that name or say the name of that lost loved one as referring to or beating around the bush. Say their name. Don't be afraid. That person was a living person and a living individual who lived, breathed, and walked on this earth just like you and I did. Don't be afraid to say that person's name. Number nine, be patient. Offer patience. Be graceful in that. Someone had to be patient with us when we are going through. And so therefore, offer patience. Be patient. Allow them to cry. Allow them to grieve. Allow them to talk about it. And just be there as a listening, warm ear. And number 10, probably the most important one, don't disappear. If you're going to offer help, be there for help. Be there to support, be there to comfort, be there to offer hope, be there to help restore, be there to be a friend in need. Listen, there are so many resources out there that you can get to if you need help during this time. There is a hotline number that we want to offer at 800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. Or for you tech savvies, you can text TALK, T-A-L-K, to 741-741. Again, you can text TALK to 741-741. I want to take some time just to bring that to light because there are so many that are suffering during this holiday time. I know we're going through COVID. I know that the CDC and many of our states are urging us to have small gatherings this year, but we want to be sensitive to those who are having that small gathering without a loved one who would have been here. So offer a lending hand, offer your heart offer some care. As always, I want to thank you for joining me on this week's edition of Mental Health Matters with Marty podcast. You could have chosen any other podcast to listen to because the podcast game is growing. But I would ask of you, especially for our Apple listeners, to please like, share this podcast, please give us a five-star rating and a review. Become an iMatter member of Mental Health Matters with Marty by simply texting I Matter to 31996. Again, I Matter to 31996 to get all the exclusive updates and premier information about Mental Health Matters with Marty. And also, please visit my website at mentalhealthmarty.com. There you will find some amazing merchandise to support you in your walk in maintaining your mental health and wellness. In this journey called life, 
Do not secretly suffer in silence in the shadow of shame. It is my desire to break the negative stigma of mental health and wellness for all people. We must stop the stinking thinking by changing our toxic mindset. So as I always say each week, speak up, speak out, and live. And always remember to enjoy your life.